Hallelujah to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lord, thank you for this opportunity again to gather in your presence. The guiding of your people is unto you. Jesus, you promised you'd be with us when we're two, three or more. Thank you because you're here to bless us. That is exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. Holy Spirit, we hand over this program unto you. Take charge and control and let Jesus only be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Let the word come out of power. Back it up and let it fulfill the purpose for which it's given. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the life of individuals and particularly the family. Let it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Without you, we are nothing. Yes. We commit the people that will gather. The preparation of their hearts is in your hands. Give them the heart that will hear and do, and the ability to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Give them living faith so that they hear and live in the name of Jesus. Amen. Empower Brapol as he will be speaking. Anoint him afresh in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let Jesus, the, the real teacher and preacher, do it through him in Jesus' name. Amen. Let the grace of God be upon his lips in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, because the people of the world, as many as breathe in the air, will be blessed by this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, the family will be mended in the name of Jesus. Amen. The word which is Jesus that is coming to the air of the people, that is going into the air, we indeed restore the family. Amen. And make amends where necessary. Amen. So that the purpose of God in the beginning of beginnings so for the family will now come to pass to bless families and nations Amen. and the people in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Holy Spirit, over unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We bless the name of the Lord for another opportunity. Hallelujah. We thank God that He is a God of second chance. He can repair the irreparable. He can restore the irrestorable. He can change the unchangeable. And thank God He can reverse the irreversible. Yes. As the topic is given unto us by the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is a pastor in this, in this gathering and in the union. As it pleases the Lord to give us the, uh, this topic, fence mending in marriage and marital relationship. I know he himself is ready to do that. For, for which purpose God has brought this topic. And he's able to do it through Brother Paul and Sister Grace. Amen. So we're welcoming you brothers and sisters as you join life and as you download. As you listen and breathe in air, this world will bless you tremendously and God shall be glorified. Don't forget, as we usually say, that there's nothing God does on earth 
or did on earth, that we do on earth, that we not need the family. Therefore, the family is the heartbeat of God. Yes. Is the unit by which God multiplies the world, cause the world to flourish, cause the kingdom on earth, which is the satellite of the one in heaven, to, to prosper and to be prosperous. So God is interested in family. Yes. And that is why he's given this topic so that every family that is riotous, every family that is chaotic, every family that is not fulfilling the reason why God brought the two together, we catch the message and make amends by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Please, if the family is the habit of God, you will cooperate with God to help your family to be mended today. It is the work of the Holy Spirit, but He needs your cooperation. Yes. And especially at least one in the family to start off, to start it off to lighten up their family, to take responsibility and to align with the Holy Spirit. And God is able to bring that family to what God wants it to be in the mighty name of Jesus. So you're welcome again to this program. And please, while we're soliciting for your cooperation, it's not about this program. Is about God that created that instituted family and the one that wants it to prosper and fulfill the purpose for which family was initiated. And don't forget, according to Ecclesiastes 12, the reason why you must cooperate was cooperate is that everything you do in the family will be brought to reckoning. You will reckon, you will give account of you the part you play why that family is not working you will give account of whatever you might have done to make it work so that god will justify you since his major unit for causing the satellite earth to prosper as a kingdom is that your union is that your marriage and uh, his eyes are on the ma on marriage and uh, in the home so do your best to amend do your best to allow the fence of marriage to be mended at times when one is uh, right he may take responsibility for wrong just to allow peace remember hebrews 12 14 that says it is not holiness it is not only holiness that will cause you to make heaven Pursuing peace is part of it. So to pursue peace may, 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 may demand that you, you, you are self-fought even where you think you're right until everything is, is put to place, straightened out, then the other will later see that you only accepted that fault. It's not as if you're faulty. You only accept that fault to bring peace. That is pursuing peace for you that the Bible commanded to be added to holiness to make heaven. So I know somebody in that family today will align and cooperate with God as he's bringing this topic. God is still in the business of making the family. He's still, in the, he's still interested in families and homes. And he still wants the couples to be male and female to bring his kingdom to their home and by and large to, to earth so you will not go against your creator because it's an assignment the marriage and that union that your spouse is an assignment 
you will allow the Holy Spirit to help you meditate today. And every word that comes out today, you will put at heart. Pray towards that. And because it's God given us this topic, God Himself will come in and help you as you cooperate with God as one or as two to make that family what God wants it to be. You are mightily blessed as you cooperate with God. And that place that your family will turn to be a heaven on earth. And it will be as God wants it to be. The, 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 the home of your spouse is not given to you to be tolerated. That your marriage is not allowed to come to pass just for you to endure it. No, that is not the mind of God. The thought he has towards you is of good, is of peace, not of evil. To give you an expected end, to give that family an expected end, to give your home an expected end. Because probably is not seen that expected end, is given this topic. By the time you tap into the word, apply it prayerfully, you'll be surprised that the, the God that is interested in the home, in your home, in your spouse, in your marriage, will surprise you. So turn, to turn your sadness to sorrow to some the chaotic situation to a joyous and blissful uh, situation. Come with us as Paul take over the mic and dish out what the Holy Spirit has put upon his mind before we go into prayer. I want to welcome you into a happy family as you mend, as you align with the Holy Spirit to mend. Somebody's, just one is enough, then the other will follow suit. God bless you as you allow God in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 The Lord is good. The Lord is great. His mercy is here. His glory is here. And we believe that the mercy of the Lord will attend to us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You are welcome, people of the Lord, to this meeting this, mo this moment. We appreciate the Lord for your life, for bringing you with us. Because you have not come by yourself, it is the Lord who has brought you as we believe. And we thank God for those of you that have just joined us in the studio. The Lord bless you. Wilhelmina Atuba, God bless you. GPN Radio, the Lord bless you. Nana Osebuate, yes, God bless you. You are welcome. Yes, Meglo Johnson, Meg Johnson, Meg Johnson 7, the Lord bless you. Yes, God bless you all. Uh, this uh, um, afternoon, at this time, this afternoon in Nigeria, we bless the Lord. And uh, we believe that the Lord who has brought us together has something to, to tell us. And, uh, and let me quickly send this note that the Lord has called us as ministry to reach out not to only uh, family, local family, or family with a kind of uh, geographical coverage. Uh, no, the Lord has sent us to the whole world, and He sent us to with a message of peace unto family. And the Lord who had called us has been backing us up as well. 
We are enjoying his presence with us always and his grace and his mercy had been uh, our sustenance in our family also. So we bless the Lord that the Lord is here again to bless us. Uh, fence mending in marriage, in marriage garden, or fence mending in marital relationship is what we're going to be checking as from today. Of course, it took us through some episodes. There will, there will be, this is just the introduction. The message of today is just the introduction to fence mending in marriage garden. It's a very wide issue. There are a lot of things to touch. There are a lot of areas to touch. And I want to advise those of us that are listening to us that you can join us in the studio. You are invited. It's a particip participatory program where anyone that wants to join can join. We have made it, made it thus because that is what will be happening. So then you can just uh, call in. So when you call in, you can begin to say what you want to say, but uh, we are going to connect you. So by the time we connect you, then uh, you can ask your question, you can put in something you want to say, you can advise, you can do anything. But just listen to us and follow also as to know when it is right for you to enter or to call in so that look for that convenient time to call in. The Lord bless you as you do that in Jesus' name. And always like us, so click like so that uh, uh, it will encourage us, it will boost, it will boost our, uh, recovery, I mean, our, our outreach also. So when you do that, especially on Podbean, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. So fence mending in marriage garden is a great, it's a, it's a very serious issue. These days that marriage is, uh, no, it's, even it's not this day only, it has been like that from the beginning that there are a lot of issues that are arising in family against the purpose of the Lord that must be arrested, that God himself must take charge of and take glory therein also. And we believe that as we are giving this message today, the Lord will do something new in the life of our marriages and in our lives as individuals in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Fence mending in marriage garden. Let's check the word of God, word of the Lord. The first word that we are going to check is in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Let everyone of all God's blessings. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 from verse... Uh, we are going to read from verse 8. 8 to 9. Let thy eight, let thy garments be always white, and let thy head lack no ointment. Live joyfully with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of the life of thy vanity, which he hath given thee under the sun, all the days of thy vanity, of thy vanity for that is thy portion in this life and in thy labor which thou takest under the sun. Let's again go to Song of, Songs of Solomon, chapter 5, 1 to 16. 
Songs of Solomon, chapter 1, 1 to 16. I have come into my garden, uh, 1 to 16, or uh, 5, 1 to 16. Hallelujah. I am coming to my garden, my sister, my spouse. I have gathered my mar with my spies. I have eaten my honeycomb with my honey. I have drunk my wine with, with my milk. Eat, O oh friends, drink, yea, drink abundantly, O oh beloved. I sleep, but my heart wicked. It is the voice of my beloved that knocketh, saying, Open to me, my sister, my love, my dove, my undefiled. For my head is filled with dew, and my lock with the drops of the night. Three, I have put off my coat, how shall I put it on? I have washed my feet, how shall I divide them? My beloved put in his hand by the holes of the door, and my bowels moved for him. I rose up to open my to my beloved, and my hands drove with mar, and my fingers with sweet, sweet smelling mar. Upon the andus of the lock, I opened to my beloved, but my beloved had withdrawn himself and was gone. My soul failed when he spake. I sought him, but I could not find him. I called him, but he gave me no answer. The watchmen that went about fail from me, I charge you. O daughters of Jerusalem, if ye find my beloved, that ye tell him that I am sick of love. Nine, what is thy beloved more than another beloved? O thou fairest among women, what is thy beloved more than another beloved? That thou dost so charge us. My beloved is white, and ruddy, the chiefest among ten thousand. His head is as the most fine gold. His locks his are bushy and black as a raven. His eyes are as the eyes of the of doves by the rivers of waters, washing, washed with milk and fitly set. His cheeks are as a bed of spices, as sweet flowers. His lips like lilies, dropping sweet smelling myrrh. His hands are as gold ring set with beryl. His belly is as bright ivory overlaid with sapphires. His legs are as pillar of marble, set upon socket of fine gold. His countenance is as Lebanon, excellent as the, as the, as the cedar. His mouth is most sweet, yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, O Doras of Jerusalem. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Now, let me read verse 1 to 3 also. Of, uh, we are reading this because we may still come back to them. It's just that we want the word of the Lord to be the, to feed the foundation for all that we are going to say. Because all that we are reading here is where the Lord has given us the revelation concerning what we have, uh, uh, what he has placed before us as topic today. Uh, the chapter 6 of Songs of Solomon. Verse 1 to 3, I read, 
Whither is thy beloved gone, O thou fairest among women? Whither is thy beloved turned aside, that we may seek him with thee? Two, my beloved is gone down into his garden, to the, to the beds of, of spices, to feed in the garden, and to gather lilies. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. He feedeth among the lilies. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. Now, I want to say this, that fence mending in marriage has a kind of uh, issue that we must first of all pay attention to. And the issue is that is that what we is that 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 we find in Ecclesiastes chapter nine? Because any marriage that has fails, it's a marriage that God starts. It's a marriage that has its foundation in. Joyfully with the with the wife whom thou lovest all the days of that of the life of thy vanity which he had given thee under the sun, which God has given thee under the sun, all the days of thy vanity, for that is thy portion in this life. For God, for, 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 for having friends in marriage, it means that uh, that marriage is God's own friends. Amen. That marriage is God's own fence around that marriage. So when we are talking about this issue of fence mending, we don't want to play out the fact that God is the fence of every marriage that is started by him. Every marriage that is started by God, God is the fence of that marriage. But we are the one to, fence, to mend the fence of that marriage. So in essence, we are talking about the marriage, about when we are talking about defense mending, we are talking about the marriage that vividly we know that it is God that started that marriage when we entered. And then there is something in particular, glorious, wonderful, powerful, that we must keep. We keep within the fence. Because when we are talking about fencing in marriage or having fence in marriage, it connotes that... Uh, there are enemies without. There are scavengers without. There are thieves without. There are burglars without. Meaning that in, inside of the garden of marriage or the home of marriage, God himself has took it upon himself to be busy and to be faithful in nurturing that family, in nurturing the marriage that he started by himself. But each of us in the marriage, we have duties. We have things that we have to guard and protect. Glorious things for that matter. So God being the giver of marriage from the beginning, even to today, God still remains the, the starter or the owner or the what do we call it now? Proprietor of the institution of marriage. Now, as God who initiated it, he had something great in mind. 
he had a project in mind for creating marriage to be. He had what he had in mind to execute for making marriage to start. So which marriage, which, which means marriage is divine idea. Marriage is God's own idea. It's God's own project. But if, let's, let's check it. If God has a project, and in this project, he involved man, male and female. He involved man. This one will take us to the book of Genesis chapter 7. In order for us to know. Because this issue that we find, what I find in marriage is this. There is a, there are not very many scripture or instances of families that we can follow. Their example, either negative example, to learn and to avoid their pits, or positive example to follow. Now, there are not very many instances in the scripture. When I look at families in the Bible, in fact, there is no any family that is presented to us as model family, except this one in Genesis, which is the model. It still remains the model of all marriage. The way the Lord started it, what transpired therein, when the Lord made it to happen, all that happened within this marriage circle, at that time, it remains the valid way the validation for examination, for examining, for, for examining, the, the, the avenue to, to, to validate whatever we want to validate about marriage. So that's the reason why checking it often and often will not be too much for us. In the book of Genesis chapter 2, when you read from verse 7, the Bible said, Genesis chapter 2 from verse 7, I read, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and breath is no tree into his no tree, the bread of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in eastward in Eden, and there he put the man who he, whom he had made, he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also is in the, in the, mid of the midst of the garden. And the tree of, the, of, good, of, of knowledge of good and evil. 10. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden and from thence it, parted, it was parted and became into four heads. 11. The name of the first is Pisin. That is, that, it, uh, that, 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 that is which compasses the old land of Avila, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is Deliums, the onyx stones. And the name of the second river is Gion. The same is it that compasses the old land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Idekel. That is, that is it, which goeth towards the east of Assyria, and fourth river of, and the fourth river is Ifrit. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Now, when you look at this scripture 
from verse 7 of this chapter 2 on to 15. You see divine idea there. You see the project in the hand, uh, in the mind of the Lord, to execute on earth. The Lord formed the man out of the dust, out of dust of the ground, out of nothing, out of nothing, and bred into nothing, and nothing became what? Something. Now, the science be behind that and the logic, divine logic, logic behind that is this, that every breath in marriage, every breath in marriage belongs unto God. Everything that is existing in marriage belongs unto God. God initiated them. And God brought the marriage to be by forming man. And he put the man in the garden of that marriage. And uh, it was thereafter that God now saw that the man that he had made had been working alone and it wasn't good for him to do, to, to do that. The Bible said, and God saw that it was not good for the man to dwell alone, but I will make him and help me. Which means that the Lord has given the assignment first and he has provided a garden. When we are talking about a garden, it means that it's a, a, every garden must have a limit. That is the expanse. Where it starts and where it ends. So God mapped it. And he mapped it with these four rivers. Huh? The river Euphrates, River Pisin, uh, River Gion, and then Idekel. And this, all these names has its, their own meaning. Uh, that river, all, all of them have their meaning. So, Pisin, Gion, all that, uh, if you look at all that is there, all the meaning of that name, of course, uh, I, uh, by the grace of the Lord next week, I promise you, I will give this name, the, the, the meaning of the name of each of this river for you to understand fully what is the reason behind this naming of the river and the rivers inside of it. But for you before that week, before next week, by the grace of the Lord, verse 12 is telling us of something. He said, and the gold of that land is good. There is delium and the onyx stone, meaning that there are glorious things even you, when you read it from verse 11, the name of the first is Pizim. That is, that is it which compasses the whole land of Avila, where there is gold. What was first mentioned inside of that, I mean, as, as, as substance in the garden of marriage was gold. Let me say it's gold. Gold. And gold is a material wherewith they build in heaven every structure of heaven every structure in heaven is it's it is having gold as pillar and as foundation so now if god made that gold to be within the garden of the marriage in the garden of eden it shows that there is a there are glorious things to be kept 
there are glorious things inside of the garden. So, in every marriage, before a marriage can be God's own marriage, we said that that marriage must be started by God. We have said it when we began here. That is, when we read, in, read it in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 9, where the Lord said, Live joyfully with the wife or with the hobby or your husband, whom thou lovest, which he, that is God, has given thee under the sun, for that is thy portion in this life. That husband of yours is your portion. That wife is your portion. If provided, it is God that has given you those individuals as husband and wife to you. Hallelujah. Now, what are we saying is this. God keeps what he, 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 he established. God still keeps what he initiated. It is the business of the Lord to keep anybody that comes into marriage in the name of the Lord and for God. The Lord himself has a way of keeping each family that stands for him and that works for him. Now, hallelujah. If there are glorious things in the marriage, it, it, means, it tells us that then there are people that have been given responsibilities of keeping that glorious thing within the marriage. All that you see is, or that you hear about the river, like I said, I will tell you next week, is talking of the fact that these rivers... This four river that parted that parted into four heads is showing something that is talking about four corner or square, and anything about that is talking about all the four uh, what we call it now geographical location of the world. Yes, North Pole, South Pole, West Pole, East Pole, meaning that from from the beginning. God wants it to be that marriage should be is a worldwide thing. That is, this garden that has been started by the Lord is pointing to the extension to which God himself is going to extend the marriage. Hallelujah. God is going to extend the marriage from where? From, to, to the, to me, to, to, uh, from the garden of Eden to the whole world. So that every part of the whole world we feel what God has started here. Every part of the world we do what? We'll be touched by what God started here. Those four heads that the, word, that the, that the, that the, the, the river parted into, it pointing to north, east, west, and south of the whole world. Meaning that God have a divine idea. Your marriage and my marriage, if it is started by God, is, is, an, is, is international marriage which God can use for his purpose in the whole world. Every marriage has their capacity and ability to deliver divine purposes of God to the whole world. If that marriage indeed is what is initiated by God. If that marriage is kept by God. Hallelujah. If that marriage is kept by God and if that marriage is kept by those who are therein also. You see, I want you to have that idea in you that when God is starting marriage, he didn't start, just start marriage because he wants he want to start it. 
God started the marriage because he wants the marriage to function for him. So, and if that is the case, it shows that everyone that is a member of the marriage, of, uh, in the garden of marriage that God had made, that is entering there, we have received ministries to do what? To, 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 to execute for the Lord. Hallelujah. So, it means that it's, there are issues, there are things that God has called us to, to execute for his purpose. If you enter into a man's life, you are entering there because you are receiving a, 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 a ministry from the Lord. If you enter a man's life, a woman's life, it means that God has assigned an assignment, has given an assignment unto you to execute on her. Hallelujah. And then both of you, when you fulfill your ministry to one another, it is then that God will be able to fulfill his own function, his own projects within the marriage. And any marriage that is not serving his purpose, God have the right, God right, have the right to decide what will happen to that marriage. I have told you about a testimony of mine before, where the Lord spoke to me, says, son, when I heard that word of God that he read to me in the Holy Ghost, I heard the voice saying, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. You will think it's a kind of common word that we used to say, but the Holy Spirit said it distinctly, distinctly in my heart, in my ears, audibly, and I heard it. I gasped for, to, to receive attention of the Lord. I said, Lord, yes, the Lord said. I agree with the Lord that what he said, that uh, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And immediately I said, yes, Lord, I wanted to hear more. What, what, what followed was this. Marriage is made for my purpose. And many marriage that does not serve my purpose. I, God, deserve the right to put it asunder. Marriage is made for my purpose. And I, God, deserve, I deserve the what? The right, the authority to put it asunder. So which means that if you as a person, you are carrying a responsibility before you get married, married, you are having a, a, a divine agenda allotted to your, to your lots, allotted to your, to, your, um, to your inheritance in life, then you need a man and you need a woman to fulfill it with you. So that is why God brings marriage to be in order to, in order to uh, execute projects, his projects or not. So our question is this, how is our marriage fulfilling divine agenda on, in this world is our marriage really fulfilling that is the challenge we have to ask ourselves the question we have to ask ourselves is my marriage fulfilling that which the lord wanted what it to fulfill may the lord hold us hand in hand and lead us to that fulfillment in the name of jesus that's the reason for this message that the lord himself may have his way in us and then his project will be executed in the name of Jesus, it shall be done. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, when you go to when you read Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, the Bible said here, and the Lord took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Like I told you, that we did not have any other model marriage to follow or not here than the one that is instituted by God in Genesis 1, 2, 
and three that God instituted. I have checked my scripture here and there. We thank God for that of our, of our, of our father, Abraham, and, and Sarah, his wife. Hallelujah. That, they, that, that, that both of them, that Sarah respected her husband, and he called him what? Lord. He loved us in Jesus' name. But later, we find, we find him also lording it over his husband to marry uh, another person. I, I, isn't it? So, we thank God. But yet, when we want to look at the exemplary marriage to follow, hardly do we find. Probably Paul would have been a very good uh, husband. Hallelujah. Paul would have, been, would have been a very good husband to write to us, to make it available to us, the information about what should be between husband and wife in the church of the Lord. Hallelujah. But Paul didn't get married. Hallelujah. Or if he married, we didn't know, probably, uh, because, like I said, even in the scripture, all the testimony, all the history of marriage of disciples were not vividly told. Even that of Paul was hidden to us. We did not know whether he married, or whether he's an Enoch, or whether he's, he's a widower. Hallelujah. We did not know. Hallelujah. So, somebody was telling me that he's an Enoch. Eh? But all the same, we thank God that when we get to heaven, we know better in the name of Jesus. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So when we are looking about who are we to follow when there are, when there are problems in our marriage, because we are, to, we are to refer to the scripture in order to correct our problems as Christians, because the word of the Lord stands as the greatest testimony for us to follow and to handle for any purpose in life. And that is the reason why when we look at here and there, we have to go back again to where it started. What did the Lord have in mind for forming man? Why did he make marriage to happen? Why did he create the Garden of Eden? Why did he put Adam and Eve there? And what are they doing there? What are the purpose? It is there that we find that, uh, in, I mean, in, in, in their testimony, that we find the reason why God made marriage. Number one, we have read it there from verse, 10, I mean, from verse 7 of Genesis 2 of how the Lord himself made them male and female, put them in the garden, and he put the man that he has created to dress and to keep. Listen to me. To dress and to keep. To dress and to keep. To dress and to keep. Hallelujah. To dress and to keep. Every good, good and glorious thing that is put in the garden after God has made the whole world and everything and created every beautiful things in the whole world, what did he do? He created a garden and he created a small family, a small garden and put them there with the hope that from here, according to what he, de what, what he declared to them in the book of Genesis chapter 1, hallelujah, where the Lord, where the Lord gave them the blessing and said, be fruitful, be fruitful multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So which means that God wants marriage. He wants the God. He wants to govern the whole world. He wants to govern mankind. He wants to govern everything that he has created in the world through marriage. Through the institution of marriage. 
and that was the reason why the enemy himself, Satan himself, attacked that attacked that family. And yet, the enemy had been doing that. Satan had been doing that attacking family all the way from there. But what are we to do in order to prevent the enemy entering again into our marriage? Because every cause and every sin that was committed, or the sin that the cause that followed the sin that was committed in the Garden of Eden, have been paid for by Christ Jesus have been paid for by Christ Jesus and such as every blessing that has been lost before has been restored through uh, Christ Jesus unto us as family. And then what are, what are we to do? To manage all these things that God have done. God have seen instituted marriage. Marriage went into sin. Marriage fell. And then the enemy fell. And the enemy caused marriage to fall. And marriage fell. And from then... Satan has been ruling over marriage through the flesh and all such. By the grace of the Lord, we will have victory. So that's what we want to look into. How do we prevent this entrance of the enemy again? If peradventure our marriage is made by God, God is in the business of keeping the marriage, of nurturing the marriage, if we can allow him to do it. God has provided every means in Christ Jesus in order to be able to succeed in what God has made uh, the marriage to be. And I bless and I pray the Lord that God Almighty will cause us to fall in line and to follow God. Now, remember the issue of keeping it and, uh, and dressing it. Hallelujah. Now, the issue of keeping and dressing is a wide issue. It means that in the mind of the Lord, there are things that he sees more than what is written here. Even more than all that we can read here, that God had in mind. Our God is a God that do what that always starts everything big from small. Anything mighty, anything, anything glorious and worldwide glorious. God always started with little. And whenever you want to promote anyone, you start from asking for little things. And the little thing that you are asking, that you do, that you obey the Lord about, God is able to use that as seed to provide something that is mighty, to give way for himself to do his mighty things in our lives, if you so allow him in obedience. That was what happened when the Lord asked them, and warn them not to eat of the apple. Huh? Verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou bearest it. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt die. Now, if we are following or going back to this institution of army, to the maritime institution, the foundation, the, 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 uh, uh, the beginning of marriage the I mean, marital journey in life then if you are coming back to genesis where the lord started it open and often we we, we 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 are not doing too much so now we are checking it again that god gave them because god wanted to try them and make them to be available for him to reach out the whole world whereas from the garden where they are 
the four heads of the rivers that are there that was parted into four, all the rivers that was only one river parted into four. Remember, a river went out of Eden to water the garden. A river. A river means that river is not a river that is known. Hallelujah. That river is a river. A river. Meaning that that river have its own source from God. Hallelujah. That river has what? A source from God. You don't know the source of that river than God. A river went out of the garden to water the garden and from thence it was parted. From where? From the same garden. When you read verse 10, he said, a river went out. That river has its source from God. It might be from that place that that river was issued from the throne of God. Because if God starts a river at that time, where we, in the same garden where we have the, the fruit, the, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, it means, the, the, it means that that land that holds the tree of life is, 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 is carrying life also. That land, that garden, everything there has life. That was the reason why then animals speaks and men hear because everything about the garden is spiritual. Everything about the garden is holy. Everything about the garden is God. So when you are talking about that garden, the Bible said a river went out of that garden. Remember the Bible said, out of the ground made the Lord to grow every tree that is planted, that is present eh, to, the, to the site and good for food. And he said, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of good of knowledge of good of good of i mean tree of knowledge of good and evil now look at it a land or a garden that can grow the tree of life is not a, it's not an ordinary garden accept it do you accept it hallelujah i'm facing my darling here i think he's, he's accepting, accepting me a, a a a garden that holds the tree of life it, that ground that is that where that land grows, where that tree grows, is not an ordinary ground, isn't it? It's an holy ground. So the river that flows out of it also, meaning that everything about them was sourced from God. Everything about the marriage uh, of the beginning was spiritual. The ground, the tree, and everything there. Hallelujah. It's spiritual. It's glorious. And even from that garden, the Bible said there are four, there are there is a river. That when it come out of the garden, went out, it parted into what? Into four. Meaning that God wants to reach out to the all the four corners of this whole world through that garden, through that marriage. And that was the assignment. Hallelujah. That was the assignment. So, meaning that the assignment that was given unto man and woman from the beginning was a solemn, glorious, holy assignment. God wants to execute it. and God blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful. We would have made all these things to be possible throughout the whole world through marriage. Having dominion, multiplying, being fruitful, subduing, and having dominion over all things that is on the world. And to be a rule everywhere, to govern the whole world through the marriage, through the garden. Hallelujah. It shows that if any one of us is not entering into marriage, what we are entering is this. God will still be remembering 
that what he instituted at the beginning was what you are hentering. And you may not know. You are thinking that you just saw that woman, so beautiful, and that hurt that man so handsome, and you only was attracted to him, and you marry him or her, and you bring him to your house, and you brought him, you brought, brought him to brought him to your mother and your father, you and you and you and him, you he too brought you to his house, and you are living as husband and wife. You think it's ordinary, but to God, marriage is not ordinary. Marriage is spiritual from the beginning, and it must be spiritualized. Until marriage is spiritualized, we cannot have all the gems and the glories that God has prepared for marriage. All the victories and the blessings that God has prepared for marriage. And we are losing out. And that's the reason why we are bringing this and we want the Lord to heal our family. Hallelujah. So we want the Lord to bless us in our family. We want the Lord himself to, uh, to stand uh, on our behalf. We want the Lord to walk on our behalf and not and fight for himself in our marriages. That's the reason why God is inspiring us here. Look at that river in Bastet again. That river that parted into four, that our forehead that parted, meaning that God, that glorious river, which we did not know the source. Remember the scripture, read it throughout. You find out that that water or that river, there is no source. Amen. There was a time. I think, I think, I think the Lord has taken me to spiritual level. I saw a vision one, one time that talked about this kind of river. Of course, I met myself in a very cozy school compound with well-mown grass. Well-mown grass leveled up. Everywhere was come and see fruitful trees. Everywhere. Such a beautiful garden. But it was a garden of a school. I didn't know. Maybe I was a big people because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a proprietor of school. Maybe that's the reason why the Lord gave me the thing that we understand. Hallelujah. Because, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My, uh, because I am a, I'm a school proprietor, school. Uh, no, what am I saying? When I saw that, I saw that there was a, um, among those three that I saw there, there is one that attracted me. was a very big banana tree. Among those beautiful trees that I saw plant, being planted in that garden, I was attracted to, I mean, it, I was attracted to by it. And I went to that tree. But do you know, before I went to that tree, to look at, the, at, at that banana tree, I saw there was a river at, in front of me. And that river, I saw that river, so clean, so clean river. And the stones inside of this river was as if they polished the stones. The stone was shining, rounded, rounded like that. It was it as if they just poured the, what, what do I call it? Ornamental stone. What, what do they call it now? Uh, precious stones inside of that river. And I saw the river was so clear, so clean, and there is these stones, beautiful stones inside of the river. And I was saying, wow, which kind of stones is this? Wow. And I was looking at the river. Then I said, the river that is so beautiful as this, let me go and look at the source. Then I was going. I wanted to look at the source, at the source of that one, or the source of that river. Then, as I was going, I saw that ahead of me as I was going, following the river where it comes from, I saw that uh, there was a thick, thick uh, uh, fruitful trees. Among them was banana, things like that. Then I saw that there was a, this one mighty banana that I saw. The, 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 the leaves thereof 
the leaves thereof of the banana tree was so large. I've never seen that kind of largeness of a banana leaf before. The banana leaf also, he said, was so ornamental, like what? So, and the banana, in fact, I mean the banana tree. The, 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 the tree, the, the leaf was, I cannot give even, I cannot even mention what the size is. Describe what the, what the size is. The size was so large. In fact, so large. And at the midrib of that banana tree, I saw that it was clustered together with other leaves of the trees, of, of, of other trees, of other beautiful trees, clustered together. But that banana leaves that is so large was what bewildered me. And I approached it. That was, and as I saw it, I saw that that banana leaf has no hand. I, can, I wanted to look at the top of it. I couldn't see the hand. But only what I saw was that the source of that river was at that banana tree. And that river, huh? And as, and as I, God can't tell me that. Hallelujah. He says, he says, maybe inside the trunk of the banana. I don't know. But I saw that the, the, that the river was flowing. Huh? That was the source of the river that I was, that I was seeing. Wow. Come and see that river, that, that, that water flowing from that banana tree also. So beautiful river. Shining water. Flowing. Wow. On the, crystal clear water. God bless you there. Crystal water clear. So then I saw under that river, under that tree. Amen. What did I saw? I saw fine banana that I've never seen in my life before. No speck. No any. So yellow. So golden. Wow. I started to be hungry of eating banana. I plucked the banana and I did what? As I wanted to be eating the banana. In fact, in fact with whatever. I saw some younger fellow running to me. Please, give us, give us. As if they are dying of hunger. I was, I was here feeling like hitting the banana. I couldn't hit it. They were begging and I was looking at them, looking at the banana, whether to put the banana into my mouth. I was looking at their much begging. I couldn't hit it again. I gave it to them. As I gave it to them, I woke up. Pow! Hallelujah. What is the meaning of this, Lord? Hallelujah. To God be the glory. That was how I received youth ministry. From then, from hold. That is where my, that is where Hope for Tomorrow International came up. And we are reaching up from that place because I know, I believe that the Lord sent me to feed the youths with the word of the Lord from there. Hallelujah. And then, I later the Lord spoke to me that it was not only you that I'm sending you to. I'm sending you to the whole world. Even to my church. To feed the world. To feed the church with the word. And anytime you are feeding them, as sweet as that banana is, as glorious as that banana is, will that, will that be with the word that we are speaking be? And I thank God for it. Since that time, thank God, I am like, uh, uh, how many years am I in ministry now? From 1989, hallelujah, to this time, in full-time ministry, in ministry rather. So, hallelujah, because I, so that is 34 years in ministry. I've been enjoying this. Anywhere I go, where I believe the Lord has created a garden for me also. And then that garden is speaking about my word, is speaking about my own life, my, my journey in life, how it will be. Meaning that the Lord took me to Garden of Eden. He carved out Garden of Eden for me. Meaning that also that God wants me to have the marriage that will suit that kind of assignment that he has given unto me. Hallelujah. 
To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. Why am I saying this? I just remember this. Why did I even jump into it? Because of that river that was flowing that we read that we are reading about here in the book of Genesis chapter 2, verse 10. A river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into forehead. And the forehead went into that land, that 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 side, that for that fourth side of the whole world, which means that the Lord wants to reach out to the world through your life in that marriage through my life in that marriage which means the marriage that you are entering there is god's own divine project where god wants to extend his glory the lord wants to reach out to the whole world but what are we doing with that marriage why is the devil having 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 victories multiple multiple victory over family if God has made marriage to be like that, if marriage God has made marriage to be what? To be his own idea and his own project, what are we to do if you are entering into it? And if your marriage is made by God, then you are carrying greater responsibility because God has assigned to you a responsibility of fencing that garden so that the glorious things of God will be coming out of that garden. So that where the Lord has put you, and the reason why the Lord has put you in that, in that family is that he might fulfill his own divine agenda. Hear what, the Lord, what I said the Lord spoke to me. When he quoted unto me his word, his ever victorious word, he said, what God has done together, let no man put us under. Then I asked the Lord, I said, yes, Lord. The Lord said, marriage is made, by, made for my purpose. And any marriage that does not serve my, my purpose, I, God, deserve the right to put it asunder as yours. Hallelujah. Be the purpose in Jesus' name. That was then when I was having struggling in my marital life in those, in those days. Hallelujah. The Lord has healed me. I'm enjoying the garden of Eden in my marriage now in Jesus' name. The Lord will help us. Hallelujah. Do you know what even brought this message? Hallelujah. I am my darling. There was a kind of, what do I call it now? Is it disagreement? Huh? Misunderstanding. We have some misunderstanding. You know, we used to have it. You two, you two used to have it. Hallelujah. And I was disturbed. We were at the camp at that time. At the camp. As I was at the camp, I mean, when I mean at the camp, he said, we have always have camp meeting annually in my church where I worship. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We were in the camp and we are having a kind of misunderstanding. Ah, I was so disturbed. The way it went, the way she did not understand what I, what I, she, she, tamed, she tamed what I made. I was disturbed. I said, Lord, what is happening? And this is a spiritual woman. This is a pastor. This is a, this is a woman you have given unto me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I was asking why, why, why. I was on the road. I just heard the Lord say, men defense. I said, men defense. Men defense. How do I mend defense? Hallelujah. The Lord said, mend defense. I didn't know how to mend defense. I asked the Lord. But a divine idea came to me. I went to buy for my wife what I've never been buying for her at all. What husband don't use to buy for his wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will not say it. Amen. Hallelujah. So go and do that as homework for you. So and search it. What is it that Men don't men don't used to buy for their for their wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I went to buy that thing that I know she needed it, but yet 
men do you can ask me that question later i can ask i can answer you secretly i will answer you that one later praise the lord so i went to buy that thing with all the money in my hand i spent every damn thing in my pocket you know when you want to mend defense you have to pay sacrifice make sacrifice i made sacrifice i did not have money to buy it enough to buy it but when i saw it and I was moved to do it. I bought it with everything that is in me. There wasn't any money in my account at that time. And it was only the, only the money that I have in my purse. You know, we men of God, we, do, we used to spend dry because of responsibility and things like that. Hallelujah. It is only, it's only you, people of God, that used to bless us. The Lord will cause, will cause people of God to continue to bless us, the, the ministers of God, in the name of Jesus. So I used all the money. So, and I bought all those, that thing for her. Do you know when I took it home, everything that had been on the ground before wiped off. We didn't talk about it anymore. She was happy. She hugged me. She kissed. She did a lot. <laughs> Hallelujah. To God be the glory. And we all smiled. And from then, that was where this message come, came from. I said, wow, that's another topic for us. The Holy Spirit. I said, mending the fence in marriage. Now, do you know, after mending that fence with her, with her there were a lot of other victorious visions, isn't it? That followed it through the camp, which means that there are, there are things that God wants to deposit to our lives by coming to that camp that year, this year, and the, and the enemy wants to steal it. That is the reason why he threw at us things that, is, I mean, that, that, that we used to pick because of our weak sight. Hallelujah. He threw it to us, and we grabbed it at that time. I too, I wanted to grab it, but I thank God because I'm spiritual enough to ask God, why? What can I do in this kind of situation? The Lord said, mend the fence. Ah, I, I went to look at mending fence in the Bible. I mean, in the, in the dictionary. Because I know that there's no fence mending uh, language in the word of God. Eh? Of course, I look at it. Mend fence, fence mending. Fence mending huh? has a lot of wide. That's the reason why we want to touch all those things when we when we be, when we fully begin. This is just introduction of mending the fence. I'm telling you the testimony of how this how this topic even came. The Lord used to give me topic by He used to give us topic by happenings around. Amen. Even at times I will receive topic from the Lord by even in dreams. Hallelujah. The Lord can give me in dreams. So there was a time the Lord spoke to us. Huh? What did he ask us to do at that time? Eh? Uh, I even forget that one. And that one also became the topic for our messages at that time. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. I had that in the dream. Hallelujah. I forgot that now. Because we have delivered message on that line maybe for two or three weeks. Praise the Lord. So this, I received this word also. Mend the fence. So I observed that if family did not mend the fence, Satan is always there. The enemy is always there to do what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And that is the reason why we must mend the fence of our marriage and defend our marriage from being attacked by the devil. See what the Lord gave to them here in verse 15 of Genesis chapter 2. He said, And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. If the dressing and keeping is not functioning, do you know this river that flow out of them, out of their garden, out of their garden where they are put, will be polluted? Isn't it? Now, that was what the enemy attacked. The enemy knew that this river that was flowing 
from that garden was an holy river. A river that they too, the demons, they are tasked about to drink and to have. Hallelujah. Because they have lost their hastings. And now this is a beautiful, small level that was put on earth here. And from that garden, four rivers with four heads that is flowing through the whole world. Can you see? When the Bible talks about all those places where those rivers flows to, Hallelujah. Abila, it has a kind of what? A location that it, com that it compasses. This one, Ethiopia, meaning that Ethiopia is talking about Africa. Ifrit huh? is talking about what? He's talking about East, I mean, the, the Western world. Hallelujah. And then, and all such, meaning that the Lord wants to reach the whole world through marriage and through that river that flow out of it. The Lord wants the river that will be flowing out of the water, out of the river, out of the garden, to be kept only and do what? Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. This is what happened. It, it made me to remember what happened to in the, in the, on the issue of uh, 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 Ezekiel. When the Lord gave Ezekiel a vision. If you remember that vision in Ezekiel chapter 57, that 47. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 47. The Lord showed to him, told him that there is a river that was flowing, that the Lord made him to pass through, which means that your, your marriage, there is a river in your marriage that must flow out. There, must, there is a battery in your marriage that must flow out that God will use to reach out the whole world to bless life of men. And then, then that river from that garden must be kept. That same garden must be kept and must be kept holy by the Lord. Yes, yes. You see, Ezekiel chapter 47. The Lord showed, I, I didn't want to read, but let me just pick up, pick out some word out of it. Hallelujah. The Bible said in the book of, don't forget that scripture that we are reading in Genesis chapter 2. We are still coming back to that. Genesis chapter 2, where that river flow, a, the Bible said a river, a river flow out of that garden. A river, a river, which river? The river that have no source than God's source. Meaning that God himself is the one that created that river. And he want that river from that garden to flow through the whole world so that it will reach out the whole world and blessings that the Lord proclaimed here in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 will be what? Will be established. Be fruitful, be multiplied, and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth, meaning that the governing of the whole world has been centered and put in charge of home. Thank God for my family now. The Lord is revealing many things to us. In fact, recently the Lord took my darling to Garden of Eden. He, saw, he said he saw herself, she, she saw herself uh, 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 and people of, of the whole, what, what do you call it now? Anti-Dolivian age or, or this old whatever. So he said he saw that in herself, she saw herself in that environment. And then she was in that garden. She saw me, she saw I, I, his brother, I, hallelujah, whatever, whatever she wants to call me. I, I deserved that to her. He, saw, he said he saw me in white towel. Hallelujah. With that same uh, picture of who, how they are then also. He said he saw me as if I am the Adam of that time. Hallelujah. But now, with white stowel, in that garden, the Lord us in Jesus' name. Then, if the Lord can make her to see that, it means that she is the Eve. 
And the Lord, after that vision, the Lord spoke to her that he has taken her to the foundation of marriage in life. Which means that our ministry here has been endorsed again by the Lord. And do you know, it was after our first, I mean, our uh, weekend of, uh, when we used to have a free weekend, I mean, free week. We are not reaching out. We are not coming to Port Bay to minister at that time. We only had prayer time, I mean, retreat for ourselves at, at our home level. And that was after that, that I took God a vision. And she got her own also. Meaning that God has already given us a freshness of ministry, reaching out to you. And it is, it is during this time that the Lord even gave this one also that we are giving unto you. Yeah. Believe ye me, the Lord meant well for your family. And he will treat your family. The Lord is treating us better here. And he, I pray the Lord will extend it to the family of the whole world. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord has started it. So that river that is flowing from what? From Garden of Eden, that have poor head parted. Into four, the, the pattern into four heads and flow to different places of the world shows that there is something to be kept in the, in the marriage garden. There are glorious things. Verse 12 of that Genesis 2 talk about gold. He talk about Avila, the land of Avila, the land of gold. Hallelujah. He talk about beautiful and glorious things that constitutes uh, in the garden. Don't, don't, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Like I was talking about Ezekiel River where the Lord took him to a river. He said, afterward he brought me, that's verse 1 of Ezekiel 47. I want to bring something out of it. Don't mind me. We are rounding up by his grace. We don't want to be more than one and a half hour in our message. I mean, one hour in our message at most. And I, I want you to just watch time for me. Hallelujah. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. We started by three. Okay, let's go on. Verse 1. Afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house. And behold, what are you should out wish you out of out from under the threshold of the house, eastward, that water have a, that, another kind of direction, like that of Garden of Eden. So he's talking about a life. Listen to me. For the front of the house stood towards the east, and the waters came down from under, under, sorry, let me read that place again. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under, from the right side of the house, at the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out, verse 2, the way of the gates, not, not word, and led me about the way without unto the altar gates, by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters the waters were to the ankles and he measured and until you can read that scripture by yourself hallelujah so when that river flow out and it became a water that he cannot when the water was measured and it was measured to his neck from the ankle to the knees from the knees to the loin from the and then onto the neck and then it became a water that he cannot do what he cannot pass again it became a water that was the swarm amen hallelujah so and he swam through the water then what happened in verse 9 and the bible said hmm, 
Okay, let it pass eight of that basic care 48, 47. For you to know out of your family must flow good, good and glorious things of the Lord. That the Lord has designed your family to be to 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 to, 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 uh, uh, to, to, to serve for, for his glory. I pray the Lord God will cause your family to answer for this in Jesus' name. Then verse 8. Then said he unto me, These waters issue out of the east country, and go down into the desert, and go into the sea, which being brought forth into the sea, the water shall be healed. The water shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish, because this water shall come, shall, shall come thither, for they shall be healed. And every living, everything that, everything shall live, whither the river cometh. This is your life. This is, this is, this is your home. This is how the Lord wants the, his river of grace to flow from your family and reach out to the whole world. And this is what God designed the whole family of the whole world, the hearts to be. And this is what it must be. And that is what we are shouting and shouting about that until the blessings of the Lord begin to flow from family, out of family, out of homes, to the whole world. That family is not fulfilling divine agenda. Praise ye the Lord. And that's the reason why we are we want to tell us here that fence mending in our marriage is as vital as breath in our nursery. Praise the Lord. As vital as breath in our nursery. Because, like you see, this river of Ezekiel chapter 47. I when I read that scripture, I found out that this river is the life of Ezekiel also. Amen. The, what must flow out of his life, the virtue that he must release. God have a divine idea. When he sees a family moving well with him, things can happen there. Glorious things can happen there. Amen. Things that have never happened can happen there. The Lord is thirsty, looking for families, looking for homes that we answer for him, that we stand with him. Looking for family and I mean, for, for, for woman and I mean, a woman and man that we so agree together to mend the friends of their home and, and, and evade. I mean, every satanic uh, 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 visitations. Hallelujah. May the Lord pass in Jesus' mighty name. So now, the Lord Himself is calling every one of us to this challenge today. That's the reason why we are checking this issue. So, if you understand in, in the garden of marriage that we have received a ministry to face something glorious, something beautiful, to defend the glory of the Lord that God made family to be, then all of us will stand up and do work. Amen. We will stand up. The reason why there are a lot of commotion in family is that individual and the family did not know that they have an assignment. Even many have not even lived the issue of conquering their wife or conquering their husband. Talk less of God having his way to make them the blessings that will reach out, that God will use to, to reach out to the whole world. So see the way the Lord made marriage from the beginning. He made marriage and blessed marriage with great blessings. That is where we receive this, the name of this ministry. Be fruitful. Be fruitful because it started from being fruitful. Because where there is fruitfulness, there is life. 
Amen. Where there is fruitfulness, there is Zoe of God, the life of God. Amen. God is present there. So we want the Lord to assume his dimension, to assume his glory in your family so that your family will be what the Lord wanted to be in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will make it so in your life in the name of Jesus. Your family will sign divine purposes in the name of Jesus. Your family will sign divine purposes in the name of Jesus. The glory of the Lord God Almighty will be restored in your family. So we have a body. And the burden is that, is that which we are discharging here right now. That the Lord who has, who has that original body sent us to the whole world and said we should meet the family. Because he wants to use families to do mighty and glorious things. Amen. That have never been done before. And then what are we to do? If God has made your marriage and you are sure that God has made that marriage, it shows that your marriage is for an assignment. And if you are looking for a wife or looking for a husband and you have not gotten, a, gotten married now, it means that God is preserving you so that you will not mismarry, so that you will not enter into the place where, you are, where the glory and the, and, the, and the blessing that God has bestowed upon your life will be swallowed. Oh my God. If the Lord is keeping you single, be single on the, until the Lord come to you. Just faithfully continue to pray, continue to fast, and wait upon God because there is a project on ground that God has for you. And entering, entering into your marriage you should decide to, to pray to the Lord as Anna prayed to the Lord. If you can give me a what? If you can, if you can give me a child, a a, a, a young man, a, a son, I will do what? I will give him over to you. And, the, and uh, what do you call it? Razor will not touch his head. I will consecrate, consecrate him for you. And that was the prayer that the Lord answered. Because God has a need of man at that time. And also, the burden in the heart of the Lord is not for you to have just an ordinary husband or to have an ordinary wife. Just a wife or just a husband. Because many of us, we just want to, have, we just want to marry. Just for to marry because we think that uh, we are becoming aged, too aged to marry. So we are worried about marry, but we are not married. We are not minding what God minds for making marriage. So if you can pray, I'm advising you. Pray, Lord, help me. I want to fulfill your divine agenda. Give me that husband of mine. Give me the wife of mine. To with whom we are going to do what? We are going to fulfill divine agenda together. If we are praying only that prayer forever, I mean, I say forever, sorry to use the forever, constantly, I know the Lord will, will look into that and give you that man and give you that woman with whom you are going to fulfill divine agenda because what the Lord made marriage to be was that the Lord will cause blessings to flow from the marriage. Glorious thing that God has kept in the marriage to be kept and to be guided. That's what the Bible said. The Bible said God gave them, he put them into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. To dress it and to keep it. Those glorious things in that garden, the garden that has, that from where there is this glorious river, the river that flows out. And I know that that kind of river was the kind of river that is flowing in the, in the, in the, in the vision of Ezekiel in chapter 47 of Ezekiel. The river that we heal everywhere that it reaches. Amen. The river, because it's flowed from, the, from God, 
and according to according to that river that flow from from garden of eden that has four head parted into four zones of your of your world hallelujah meaning that god wants to bless lives i'm still repeating you can say i'm repeating and i can do that because the holy spirit is repeating the same hallelujah i want you to know that if you have not married thank god for your life go and begin to pray right now god give me that woman with whom you are going to fulfill your divine agenda on earth for marriage give me that man oh lord give me give me cry unto the lord attach that to it and i bet with you if the lord will not give you that man amen try it praise the lord somebody tried in the scripture amen when i wanted to marry by the grace of the lord i cry unto the lord i say lord jesus i don't want to marry ordinary wife, ordinary woman i want to marry jesus in a woman i want to marry jesus in a woman it's only you i want to marry in a woman lord jesus give me yourself in a woman that was my own prayer and the lord and the lord gave me the lord helped us in jesus name the lord himself who look for me will look for you also if you have not married praise the lord and let me tell you something this one may sound too awkward to some people but i will say it praise the lord amen if you had married and you have a glory that you are carrying amen in your life praise the lord you have a glory that you are carrying in your life and you are going into marriage or you have entered into marriage and you see that all the vision that you used to see the glorious thing you used to see were being frustrated by the enemy always you too you look at that marriage you find out that it's always turbulent and everything there is all let me tell you something you have to ask the lord that you have to pray to the lord with that prayer lord i want to i want to marry you in a woman and i want to marry you jesus in a man hallelujah anything beside that i don't want to i don't want anything i don't want anything beside that i don't want if you that that prayer pray that prayer also even in a marriage maybe you know yourself that you are carrying something glorious and it is being threatened by your marriage don't rush out of it just pray that prayer jesus as from today i want to marry you in a woman be you a man or a woman and i want to marry you in a man only you jesus Cry that pray, pray that prayer maybe for before you prayed for one year something will happen i don't know what will happen hallelujah but i leave it to you i leave it to god pray that prayer god may decide to make your man is i mean turn him turn, turn, turn your wife your wife to be himself that you want to marry just don't stop that pray that prayer i pray that the lord answered it he can yeah he can answer your own in the name of jesus and it is only then when you marry according to what god has given unto you to marry praise the lord it is then that defense has been formed by god and you were within defense of that marriage then you have something to keep for the glory of the lord this is the introduction of our messages by the grace of the lord as from next week saturday we'll be checking it what are we to do hallelujah what are we to do to fence our marriages what are those kind of marriage where we must fence hallelujah what are those marriage that we must fence we must ask the lord may the lord help us in jesus name hallelujah but as i'm rounding up 
I want to say this. That until the breath of God, of God come into your life and upon your home. Praise the Lord. Your home is not functioning anything from God for God. So maybe your prayer that I'm going to pray that now is that Lord, in the name of Jesus, help me, O Lord. Breathe your life upon my marriage. What we find in the book of his, in the book of John, chapter 2, was that the Lord bred the bread of life. That was the foundation of marriage. Bread of what? Bread of life is the foundation of marriage. So any marriage that does not have the breath of God, which means that God is not breathing in that marriage, is no marriage. It's no marriage designed by God. We have to face these facts. In the world today, because we have found out, according to our research, that many, many wives or many husbands, because we are just married ordinarily, Many wives have been used by, their, by the devil to swallow the glory that God has made their man to deliver. And many men, am I saying it right? Many men, many men also have been used by the, I mean, by, the, by, the, by the devil to swallow the glory of God made to be delivered by their wife. Because they just marry ordinarily. That's the reason why I'm telling you, those of you that have not got married, in fact, you are lucky to hear this word. Why? Because you can still pray prayer that, Lord, I want to fulfill your divine agenda in life. And I need a man to fulfill your divine agenda together. I need a woman to do your, fulfill your divine agenda together. If that is the only prayer you are praying, God will answer you by fire. Hallelujah. I think I've, I've given you a secret here today that you have a fence to keep. And I know the Lord God Almighty will help you in Jesus' name. I'm handing over to my, to my, to my dear now to round up in this program and say what she wants to say. Kind of mute your microphone there and then begin to speak. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You are welcome. Unmute. All I want to add. 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 And everybody, and everybody, you said it at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, and don't forget that here in red, I think, verse, uh, I don't know, that Adam is meant to dress and to keep the garden. So, and the, the, the Eve was meant to be a help meet to fulfill that purpose. Was meant and made to fulfill the purpose which was given to Adam, that is, dress and keep. So, your home is a ministry. Your home is a ministry. And the eyes of God are on that home. So, you don't allow the devil to, uh, to use you against the keeping and the, and the dressing of the marriage garden. If anything is wrong, take responsibility in the humility of Christ. 
so when, when, when we talk about humility of Christ, at times you may think you're always right. It is the other, the spouse that is always wrong. This time around, in the name of peace, I want to please the Lord. I want to be justified on the day of reckoning. You want to say, okay, I'm the one that is wrong. In the pursuit of peace. In this area, you have been complaining about this. You have been complaining about that. I take responsibility. Sorry. And by the time you do that, you are becoming the light that is lighting up that marriage because of God. And that's what, what, what God is expecting. And my dear, I've given you a prayer point. And the prayer point is God. I want to marry you in a man. That man may be that husband. I want to marry you in a woman to be able to fulfill the purpose for which you put me in the garden of marriage. God knows how to set that. And that is the prayer we're going to now. Because that marriage, something touched me in this message. The river flowing from the garden of Eden was divided into four heads. It has no source. God is the source. And that four heads covers the whole earth. And the Ezekiel 47 he referred to, that river is meant to heal wherever it, it flows to. That is to say, if, if that marriage is riotous, if that marriage is chaotic, if there is misunderstanding continually never resolved, you are defeating the purpose of the river in your marriage. You are causing it to be polluted and never to be a blessing. That is to say on the day of reckoning, you will be judged for it. That is why you must fear God and start to do something about amending the fence of your marriage garden where it will be broken. And that takes humility. God bless you. So let's start to pray. If you have, Brapo, do you have anything to no, add again? No, no, so let's let's start to say, God, God, God. And even if you married ordinary, even if you had the reason why you went into that marriage, aside God as the reason, you can be forgiven now. God is interested in that marriage. God is interested in that home. So tell God, Lord, I'm ready to uh, mend defense of my marriage holy spirit i don't know how to go about it teach me help me let's start to pray father in the mighty name of jesus your people have known the importance of marriage as your heartbeat they are now praying lord help me to mend the fence of my marriage Amen. wherever it had broken down you that helped uh, nehemiah to build all the fence of Jerusalem can help me. Yes. Even when the enemy devil doesn't want it to come to pass. Oh. You that conquered uh, Sabalat and Tobiah for, uh, for Nehemiah can help me. Lord, I agree with your words sent to me today. And I take responsibility and align with your purpose to mend this thing. So that on the day of reckoning, I will, be, I will not be judged. Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, my helper in time of trouble. Help me. That's the first prayer. Help me. Help me, Lord. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. 
Holy Spirit, help me. So mess, because marriage is more important than the way we are handling it. My marriage is spiritual. Lord, I want to take my marriage spiritual. I want to take it a ministry. I want to take this home a ministry. And everybody in the home to be returned back to God later and to be a blessing to the nations. Lord, everything I will need to do it, give unto my life. And if you think you have missed it in any way, ask for forgiveness. Pray, pray, pray. Lord, tell God specifically that this marriage is not right. We have gone into it wrongly. We are sorry. Pray sincerely. And if you think you have done, you have done the right thing, probably you have asked for forgiveness before for, for not calling God into it before you marry. Just married ordinarily. You did not spiritualize it. After you marry, probably you have asked for forgiveness. Then ask the Holy Spirit. Is that helper? Is that run? Help me, I want to mend the fence. Help me, I want to mend the fence wherever it is broken down. Help me, Holy Spirit, you're my helper. Help me, help me. Keep on praying. Help me. Holy Spirit, I invite you into my marriage. I'm taking the responsibility to mend the fence. It doesn't matter if you're female. It doesn't matter if you're male. The, the likeness of God in you make you the Adam now that will mend that fence, that will dress that fence, that will keep that fence. Oh, yeah, thank God. By your power, by your likeness in me with the Holy Spirit. The fence will be mend, mended. Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, come to my aid. Lord, I can do all things through Christ, through Christ that strengthens me. I receive your strength to mend the fence, to mend the fence of my marriage. This marriage will produce a crystal clear water that flows everywhere in the world for blessing. Yes. Lord, I must, this marriage and this, my hope, must fulfill the purpose of God. Yes. I must not be guilty on the day of reckoning. I must not be judged on the day of reckoning. I'm brought into this marriage for purpose. Now that you have sent this message, because my people prepare it because of knowledge. Thank you for the knowledge that is light unto me to see that this one is an assignment and I'm ready to take it up. Lord, it has broken. The fence has broken too far. But there's nothing you, there's nothing impossible for you to do. Holy Spirit, come into my marriage. Holy Spirit, come into come and help me. I'm taking responsibility. I'm rededicating this home unto you. I'm rededicating this marriage unto you. And I, as the instrument you use, I rededicate my life to be used as a vessel of honor. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, come with me to mend the fence. I don't know how to go about it. That's why I'm inviting you. I believe you're praying. Holy Spirit, I invite you. Holy Spirit, come with me to mend the fence, to mend the fence. You said anything I do in ignorance that you overlook, but you are calling me to repentance and I'm ready to repent. I'm ready to take responsibility. I'm ready to cooperate with you. I'm ready to be the light to first of all cooperate with you in humility to be allowed so that the fence can be mended. Come and help me, energize me, strengthen me, fill my life. Come, Holy Spirit. After you must have prayed that sincerely, be specific. Don't deceive yourself. God is very, is a merciful God. Be specific about that place where the fence is broken down. What caused that broken? What caused it? In, on your own side first. Forget about your spouse. Forget about your spouse. If, even if you are the two sitting down and listening to this message, just handle your own aspect of it where you allow the fence of the marriage to be broken. Don't see yourself right at this moment. We have derived a message like this before. 
take responsibility because if your spouse is hot and you are cold, this condition will not be. If your, your spouse is angry, was angry, and you were patient with him, it will not be like this. But because the re, you, 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 you replied evil for evil, that is why it is like this. That evil you replied, despite the fact, yes, he, he or she was the one that brought it, but you did, you did not take the patience and humility of Christ to deal with the situation. Therefore, the marriage is like this. So take your side of the responsibility that it is me that did, that did not that that did not reply that not reply with patience. That is why the whole thing scattered. That is why the fence was broken down. Lord, I'm taking responsibility for causing this chaos in this marriage. Don't justify yourself and ask the Holy Spirit to help you, and surely He will help you. The Holy Spirit will teach you to pray because we don't know how to pray. But he is the one that helped our family to pray according to the will of God. With this little light, the Holy Spirit will inspire you to pray through, and that marriage fence will be mended in the mighty name of Jesus. We commit you to the Lord who is able to do it in your life. Amen. And we know that the Lord who has started a good thing in your life and in our life, we do it. Amen. Let me just pray for every family in the world. Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. As you have sent us to the world, we are sending you, we are sending you with this message. Amen. You have sent us with this message, but you are the one who can deliver the message and make the substance thereof to restore uh, the family to your glory. Amen. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus. Use the element of this word that is spoken here right now. It's a burden in your heart. And this is what you want, this, what you have designed family to be. Lord, let your purpose stand. Amen. For our families, Amen. for homes, Amen. for marriages. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. let your cancer stand. Amen. Let your purpose stand. Amen. Everything that you want to do in, life, in, in the world, through marriage, begin it from here in the name Amen. of Jesus. Even those that hear this message and those that did not hear, we did not mind that because you are God of the whole world. Use this, the substance of this message to reach out to the whole world. And fulfill your agenda. And everywhere Amen. families have been defeated, homes have been defeated because of ignorance of this. Lord, bring every family to these lights and let them be restored unto your unto uh, and to return unto you Amen. and be restored unto you as well. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We know you have done it, Lord. Glory and honor to your name, for you are great. For great is your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. Thank God for all of you who join us in the, in, the, uh, the, in the studio. Lord bless you. Yes, Wilhelmina, God bless you. Thank you, Nana Osi Boateng. God bless you. Yes, thank, thank God for your life. Make, make Johnson 7. Yeah. Gladys. Frimpong. Yes, greatness. God bless you. You are our regular and gladly you are, you are God bless, the same to you. Victoria, God bless you. Celine, ecstasy. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus for joining the studio with us. God bless you in Jesus' name. Please join us next week. By the grace of the Lord, we will continue this message. It's going to be wonderful. Then, by the grace of God, we are going to check on the issues.
where we have of what we have to mend in our family. And we pray that the Lord will speak to us in Jesus' name. All the area we have to we have to, to, to mend and things uh, that the enemy is doing also against family that we have to be wary of and uh, how the enemy is stealing or creeping into family on our way. We are going to check all that throughout this episode. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name and give us understanding in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But next week, we believe that our brother Daniel from South Africa will participate in this program. Uh, there was a little error. He will have joined us today. So he maybe missed the, the, the invitation that we sent to, her, to him. So by next week, we believe that he will be with us to participate in this program. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. To be, thank you for being with us. In Jesus' name, Amen. we pray that the Lord will bless you. Amen, Amen in Jesus' name. Amen. And then we want you to join us on Monday for our Bible study. The Lord bless you. By, by 4.30 on Monday. So Nigerian time, 4.30 Nigerian time. The Lord bless you to join us. We have started the, uh, our teaching on uh, study, studying through the book of Rome, Romans. So chapter 8. And then that week, we are going to continue it uh, on Monday. It's very wonderful. Just join us and download our messages. And anytime you join the studio, please like us. <laughs> the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. As long as the programs, as long as the last. programs last. Yes. Even if you are going to depart from the program because maybe you are doing something just like us before you end, before you go. Bye for now. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.